Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Scott Watley. We are glad you are with us. And I always just like to remind you, if you miss our live show here on Saturdays from 1 to 2, you can always catch a re-airing of the show on Sundays, and that's from 8 to 9 a.m. or once again in the afternoon from 4 to 5 p.m. We're going to go to the phones now and talk to our good friend Denny Barons. Denny is with StopTheWolf.org. And uh, he is the co-chair there, and he has been on with us several times. I think the last time we visited, uh, Denny, you were actually in, in Washington doing some things there. But, uh, man, it's good to have you back on again. Hey, Scott, it's always to be uh, an opportunity to sit down and talk with you guys. Well, I appreciate it, bud. So um, I tell you, the last few months, as we were discussing here before we came on the show today, have certainly been in, um, trying times and interesting times. And so just... Take a minute from your perspective, I mean, just where you guys live and all, and just um, kind of fill us in what's happening around where you are. <laughs> well, as far as the COVID-19 thing over here on the Western Slope, there just hasn't been that many cases. And, uh, you know, Mesa County, where I live, and Grand Junction is open again, and, you know, restaurants are opening up, and, you know, business is trying to get back to normal. Right. So we're we're glad of that. No I mean, doubt. Just and I, I really feel sorry for the families that, that both parents were working and then their businesses got shut down and, uh, you know, kids had to go and do uh, online, you know, classroom stuff. And that made it difficult for teachers. And so anyway, it's just been it's been a bad situation for a lot of people. But hopefully now the thing is going to start, you know, mellow out and things are going to get back to normal. Sure. Absolutely. All right, stopthewolf.org. Again, it's been a few months since we've been able to have you on. And, you know, when we were talking, I was just like, man, with all this stuff going on, if we're not careful, um, there's going to be a lot of things happening that we kind of let our attention drift away from. And this stop the wolf thing is not one of those things we need to do that. So kind of give us an update um, of where we are today, and, and we'll get into a few questions with you. One of the things that we've always been talking about with the Colorado Stop the Wolf Coalition is the fact that wolves carry major diseases. And one of those diseases is Enchonococcus grandulosus or hydatid disease. And we knew from people from Idaho, Montana, um, you know, people like Dr. Valerius Geis and Will Graves and Dr. Evans from Idaho, all those people have been telling us that this disease is continuing to spread drastically in those states and it's affecting elk and deer and moose and uh, of course back in january of 2019 i did an interview with a lady in idaho who contracted that disease from wolf and uh, so you know we were really worried about wolves coming across the border into colorado carrying that disease and back in january as you know scott uh, a pack was discovered up in Moffat County, up in Unit 2, and CPW gathered scat samples and, you know, tested right away to make sure that they were, you know, true wolves. And, of course, the DNA came back and said, yep, this is the Canadian gray wolf. Uh, they've migrated down from Wyoming and they've come into the state. 
we requested at that time that they do testing for disease. Mm -hmm. That was back in the first part of February when we made that request. And a little over a week ago, it's almost almost two weeks now, uh, we ended up having to do a CORA request to CPW to get that information. And we got it, and now it's confirmed that the samples, three of the samples that they collected, uh, tested positive for Enchonococcus, and it's actually Enchonococcus canadensis, which is the G8 strain of hydatid disease, and that's the that strain was in those wolves that were brought in from Canada to the Yellowstone ecosystem in Idaho. Okay, and now the serious disease is in Colorado. And we're very concerned about that because back in February of 2017, there was a moose up in North Park area that CPW got called in that people thought it had CWD. And, of course, the DWM shot it, cut the head off, took it down to CSU to get tested, and it did not have CWD. It was dying from hydatic cyst in the brain. And so we've known for quite a while that that disease has been coming across the border. Now it's confirmed. We've been in communication with Moffitt County commissioners um, and let them know what the core request shows, the documentation. And so, you know, this disease, as it starts to spread in Colorado, will be affecting our moose, our elk, our deer. And, of course, it can get into... You know, pets, dogs can end up rolling in that scat if they happen to be in the area. And they can actually bring that disease into the house. So we're very, very concerned about it. And we have started to have conversations with Department of Interior and U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Denny Behrens is our guest. Once again, he is the co-chair for Stop the Wolf. And uh, we'd love to, and we'll talk about the website a little bit more in depth here in a few moments, but stopthewolf.org is the website, and they have a lot of great information on there. We're, uh, again, a lot of our attention has been diverted here over the last few months, and I understand that, but um, they do a great job with some good videos by Denny and just some great factual and uh, you hate mix facts up and stuff, don't you, Denny? <laughs> you got some good facts there of what's going on here. So what do you think, for the most part, you know, people are missing about, you know, for this, the side that's wanting the wolves here? I mean, I mean, what, why do they think for one moment, um, you know, that's a good thing? I mean, what do they say? Well, you know, people historically always want to talk about, oh, the wolf used to be here. And we need to bring the wolf back. Of course, yeah, the wolf used to be here. Yeah. But, you know, Colorado is not the Colorado of 1940. Sure. This is 2020. We have almost 6 million people in this state. And, you know, if you combined Idaho, Montana, and Wyoming population, it's half of what Colorado is. And you're taking those three states and especially the proponents, they want to take Yellowstone and compare it to, you know, northwest Colorado, and there's no comparison at all because Yellowstone doesn't have roads, highways, doesn't have towns in it, doesn't have ranches and farms in it, doesn't have schools and cities in it, 
And so, you know, trying to compare that makes no sense at all. Yes. And so, and we've always said from day one that to take the wolf from Canada and go up there and capture him and put him in cages and bring him down here and release him into western Colorado with the amount of people that we have, I mean, that's not fair to the wolf. That's conflict from day one. Sure. And we just we just don't think that's the right thing to do at all. And now, especially with wolves carrying those major diseases, it's not a good idea. Matter of fact, it is a bad idea. Yeah, and sure. uh, I need to tout the Elk Foundation for the video that they produced, that it's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Great video. I hope all the sportsmen listen to your show, watch it. It's good. Sure. No, and- it really is. So, Denny, when we look at this and, um, you know, you look at all the different sides, I mean, from, from the aspect of, you know, the outdoors and the hunting and all that. But, man, I'm telling you, a, a huge area of this is for our ranchers and our livestock as well, correct? Absolutely. And, you know, all we keep hearing from Idaho and Montana and even upper Wyoming is that wolf proliferation continues to grow and they can't seem to get a handle on the growth and, you know, the dispersal of wolves um, into Washington, Oregon, California, Colorado, and even uh, Utah now. You know, how how do the ranchers and farmers deal with this? when they start losing livestock. And it really makes it tough because, you know, some of those ranchers have been dealing with this in Idaho and Montana for 20 years. And you start adding up the amount of loss that they've had to, you know, deal with, it's it's in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. Sure. And some of these people just can't. They're selling off livestock, and, and I truly believe that's part of the agenda is to try and get ranchers off of public lands, and uh, it just makes it really tough for those guys. You know, I'd, I'd hate to be in the, in the ranching business right now with all the stuff that's going on, and, and uh, especially with this corona thing going on. No doubt. You know, it's for everybody. But now you want to put an apex predator in here and make it worse? Sure. Uh, I don't think that. The right thing to do so denny how do ranchers i mean you know guy's got his livestock out there he starts look going around riding around sees several or how do they even get or do they get reimbursed if they feel like you know a wolf is in that area and your wolves are in their area killing some of their livestock what do they have to do to um, protect themselves there well in if you're talking about colorado right now then they, if they think they've lost a, you know, cow or a horse or anything from depredation, um, they have to contact CPW and they have to come out there and verify what it is. And if if there is signs of, you know, the fact that it's wolf depredation, um, you know, usually there's tracks or could be scat, that kind of stuff that mm-hmm. they can verify. But here in the state of Colorado, there's nothing. We have no wolf plan in place right now for any rancher in the state of Colorado or farmer or even somebody that has just pets, you know. Right. Um, there's a lot of people that have horses, you know. Sure. They're not ranchers. They just have horses. And some people have llamas and stuff. So, um 
that type of thing, there's nothing. There's nothing on the books that says they're going to get reimbursed. Wow. And then the feds have to be called in to verify the fact that it's a wolf because here in Colorado, the wolf is federally protected. It's still on the endangered species list. So the feds have to be brought in. But there's nothing. I, I'm pretty sure I've never seen an MOU between Colorado and the and U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service on anything on depredation. Mm-hmm. So they're basically sitting there, and they've lost their livestock, and what can they do? Wow. The only thing that they can, you know, is bears and lions, and we've had that for years. You know, if they can show that there's a loss from bears or lions, they can be reimbursed. Right. But there's nothing on wolves. Right. If you're just joining us, uh, Denny Barons is with us. He's the co-chair for Stop the Wolf. You can check out their website, stopthewolf.org. And, and Denny, we were kind of, again, talking before we came on air today, um, you know, with all the banquets um, having to be either canceled or rescheduled and all that and different events that you guys could have been at to raise some money uh, for Stop the Wolf. A lot of us have taken big hits there. So kind of just take a minute and um, talk about the needs that you guys have right now, and then we'll kind of get into what we all need to do and know to take some action here to help you. You know, of course, you know, we're a 501c4. We're out trying to educate the public on the harmful consequences. That's been our mission from day one. And so, you know, in order to get the information out, the videos that we produce and stuff, like any other 501c4, it takes money to do that. And so I know the hardship that people are facing, but, you know, we're basically five months away from an election, which can, can actually set the stage for the demise of elk and deer in the state of Colorado and moose. Uh, It can be the long-term demise of our hunting. And so sportsmen need to realize that, yeah, these are hard times. But if we're gonna if we're gonna protect Colorado, then we're gonna need you know some funding to be able to tell people the fact about this disease is coming into the state, and we need to be able to get out there and, and tell people that. So hopefully, you know, I know a lot of groups, Elk Foundation and everybody else has canceled a lot of stuff, and everybody's hurting. But we need to look at the serious issues right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are waiting for their tags, you know. <laughs> Hopefully, some of us will draw a moose tag finally. <laughs> sure, yeah, no doubt. But, uh, you know, the seriousness of this issue should be in the forefront of everybody's mind because if wolves get introduced into the state, it's just like what Scott Rockman from Idaho told us. It's 20 years and it's all over. Yeah. And, um, you know, if we lose... If we lose units 201, 10, uh, 2, if we lose those trophy units to the wolf, you know, there's another thing that happens, and that's the preference point system. Mm-hmm. If those units go down and people have to look at their preference points and say, where in the world am I going to hunt, it's going to cause a domino effect in the preference points. And places where you used to draw for Two points will probably jump to six, and some of them might even go higher than that. And so it really has a major effect on the overall hunting in the state of Colorado. 
Sure. You just, I just hope people wake up to that fact and, and they'll donate 25 bucks and help us educate the public. Right. Okay. So what what would be the steps um, that people can do? Go to the website, stopthewolf.org. Um, there's a petition there to sign, correct? Yeah, that petition pertains to the delisting. Okay. You know, granted, Colorado's in a catch-22, and you know that, Scott. The nation, you know, all the other states around want to see the wolf delisted so that they can manage it. And Colorado is sitting here looking at, oh, my gosh, we've got a ballot initiative looking at us. We've got, you know, <laughs> the ability for our state to try and manage wolves. And, but we still feel that, you know, as a, as a whole, as far as the nation is concerned, you know, there needs to be a national delisting. And we've talked with U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. We think that's going to happen probably August 15th, might be September 15th. It's going to take place. But if everything goes as it has over the last 20 years, then there'll be litigation filed against U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, and we're going to sit here again mm -hmm. with no delisting. And so the, the animal rights groups and the anti-hunting groups, you know, they play that game. So it's important for us to educate the public that having wolves introduced into the state of Colorado is definitely a bad idea. Sure. And boy, just reading some things, you know, on, on your site, um, talks about, you know, wolves traveling vast distances, um, and everything. And man, I didn't realize this. It says that they can travel up to a thousand square miles. Yeah. Wow. I mean, if you, if you go through the documentation on collared wolves, some of them are just amazing how far they've traveled. So, um, you know, from the last report we got from CPW concerning that black wolf that came into the state from Wyoming back in August, they're saying that wolf is still here. Um, hmm. Periodically, they, they get a plane up, and, of course, they're able to track it. They get the information from Wyoming because it was collared in Wyoming. And they get their radios tuned into that frequency, and they know that that wolf is still here in the state. So... And that's in Larimer County. You know, that's a, that's a distance from over by Moffat County from Craig. So Sure. Again, if you're just joining us, uh, Denny Behrens is our guest. He's the co-chair for Stop the Wolf. You check out the website, stopthewolf.org, and uh, you can donate right there. Um, you know, a lot of different levels you can do, I guess. But, um, you know, as Denny said, we know money's tight. We know there's a lot of unknowns out there, jobs and all that. But... You know, whatever you can spare, I promise you, every dime of this gets used in a proper way uh, to help us with this Stop the Wolf movement. So, Denny, are, are, would it help to write, um, you know, any of our legislature or senators? I mean, does any of that do good, or is the best thing just to let you guys know who to contact? So just put all our focus in kind of your support and then let you guys well, fight it. What's best? We we understand that county commissioners are very, very important because they have um, a constitutional right to protect the citizens of their county. And so we've got 40 counties now that have put forth no wolf resolutions 
uh, no wolf introduction resolutions. And so, you know, there's still counties out there on the, basically on the front range that need, you know, need to hear from their constituents. Sure. And say, you know what, this is a bad idea, especially now with the fact that this disease has been confirmed in the state of Colorado. I think the citizens really need to take a hard look at this and say, wait a minute, we don't need this in our state, and we don't need another threat of a disease in this state, and it's going to end up affecting people with, you know, sooner or later when they go out in the backcountry hiking with their dogs. Yeah, so. absolutely. Well, Denny, any other points you, you want to bring up? Uh, sure want to get all the information out we can, but, boy, this has been a big help, and um, just want to encourage everyone to go to stopthewolf.org, and, of course, um, you know, anything else we need to know as, as the days and weeks and months go by and get closer and closer to the election, man, you're always welcome to come on with us and let us know what's happening. Well, Scott, we've always appreciated the opportunity to come on the show and, and present the facts to the sportsmen of the state of Colorado. So I would hope they would go to stopthewolf.org, um, get involved, volunteer, you know, make a $25 donation to help us get the education out there. So, um, other than that, I mean, I hope people in the front range, I hope things open up for you guys over there so people can go back to work. Yes, sir. This is, this has been a real hardship and, uh, you know, it just, to me, it makes no sense. But I know. I agree that's with you, hundred percent. <laughs> well, that's me and you. Yeah, I promise you. <laughs> well, Bud, we appreciate it, and, uh, and you guys stay healthy as well. And uh, we will be in touch real soon. All right, Scott. God bless and take All right. care. Same to you, sir. Once again, Denny Barron's co-chair. Stop the Wolf. Check out the website, stopthewolf.org. And um, again, knowledge is everything. So go on, read some of the things they've got there. Some of the facts. They've got a great website. Watch some of the videos. Make a donation if you can. And uh, we will keep you informed the best we can uh, through Denny and Stop the Wolf. You're listening to Sports from Colorado. we got to take a short break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Take it from KLZ's personal injury attorney, Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. You should always call the police, no matter how small your accident may seem. Here's why. The experience that I've had is once you say, listen, I want to have the police called, and if a person gets nervous about that, you know that you're immediately dealing with a different situation. If the person is like, well, that's fine, I'll, I'll wait around as well and we can get it documented, no problem, then you know you're also dealing with a credible person too. And so it's a really good litmus test to see how that person reacts. Always call the police right away. Then call KLZ's personal injury attorney, Kevin Flesh, 303-806-8886. Injuries happen all the time, quarantine or no quarantine. So put this number in your phone now, 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886. Trial tested, trial ready, Flesh and Beck Law, they get results. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560.
Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, thank you so much for joining us. Just a reminder now, if you miss our live show here on Saturdays from 1 to 2, we will re-air this show on Sunday. And uh, that will be from 8 to 9 a.m. And once again in the afternoon from 4 to 5 p.m. So hopefully one of those will work out for your schedule. And always check out our website, sportsmanofcolorado.com. Got a lot of our uh, some sponsor information there. Also, all of our podcasts are there. Uh, if you've missed a show and want to go back and listen to it they are all there for your easy easy listening pleasure we'll call it so all right we're going to go to the phones now talk to our good friend will marquette and uh will uh, actually has a, a couple of companies that we um, uh, certainly endorse and behind and uh one of those we're going to start off today with is outdoors geek so will how are you sir I am awesome man it's great to be here scott thanks hey, for having me you bet man and i always love our uh, shows together and uh, always a lot of fun to uh, share ideas and all the different things that we can do to make this industry a little bit better. But you know what, man, here's a big thing people are wanting to get out and do, and you've seen it everywhere, and that's camping. They want to get outdoors. They're tired of their house. And so, boy, you guys have a great, great business called Outdoors Geek. And uh, so tell us a little bit about it. Well, the headline is, we are open. <laughs> exactly. We are open. We keep getting phone calls, Outdoors Geek does, saying, oh, you guys are open? Because apparently, uh, you know, Outdoors Geek has the largest stock of rental camping equipment in the country. But, you know, we have such a big box mentality now uh, that let's just call the elephant out, REI. Right. And so they're not doing rentals right now. And so... I think the perception is rentals aren't happening anymore. And, uh, well, we got eight rental pickups today, I know, uh, for camping uh, packages and whatnot. And so, yeah, we're open. We're doing it. And uh, come support us. You know, we're a small business right here in Denver, and we would love to see you. Sure. And, you know, uh, I mean, there are a lot of people that, hey, they like to go out every weekend. But I would say, you know, quite a few of us you know, get the chance maybe two or three times a year if we're lucky. So, man, and everybody wants good equipment because you know what it's like when you don't have good equipment. So to be able to come there, uh, rent that equipment, and, uh, you know, pick it up, take it down, bring it back, not have to clean it, not have to do anything with it, and just give it back to you for the next time, man, what a great service. Oh, it's easy peasy. It's really cool. And to be able to get expert advice, you know, from people that actually camp and actually backpack, uh, you know, there are people, heck, if you need ideas on where to go, uh, anything that you need, uh, we've got a staff of, uh, well, pretty young people. In fact, uh, our whole staff there, I think, is under 30. Okay. Uh, and there are people that get out in the outdoors all the time. And, yeah, we're seeing this just this upswell. You know, people are, I don't know if it's a staycation because nobody wants to stay home anymore. Sure, no. <laughs> but, it's really localized. You know, people want to get out. We've got a great playground right here in Colorado. And, uh, you know, they're not going to fly across the country, but uh, certainly driving an hour or two uh, to do some camping, backpacking. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty exciting. And, you know, you can go out and do it for a fraction of the cost by renting. And, you know, Scott, if you don't mind me taking a second. I no, absolutely. we got plenty of time for you. Yeah, thanks. Just a little bit about gear and cleaning gear, you know, because we're all worried about, you know, surfaces and what's going on out there in the world today. 
uh, Outdoors Geek has always, this isn't a change, it, we've always had a huge commitment to cleanliness with gear. I mean, we guarantee clean gear. We guarantee light new gear. And so part of our process has always been an antimicrobial treatment that's like a, would be like a hand sanitizer on your hands, except for it's chemical-free. So it's a technology that we would be happy. I don't, you don't want me to dig into the weeds on that, <laughs> but you know, because it's a long, drawn-out conversation. But we're happy to talk to anybody about it, and everything, every time, gets cleaned and then it gets sanitized with antimicrobials. It's something that you'll never notice, you'll never smell. It's chemical-free, except for a very light fragrance, and you can be super confident in any rental gear you get from us. It's ready and it's safe for you. Absolutely. So let's kind of walk through, you know, the process. I mean, I guess they could come, you know, directly to your location there at 4431 Glencoe Street and just kind of look through things and get advised that way. But I assume most people go online and kind of just start looking at some of the different options there. So what's really the best way to get started in the process? Yeah, you know, uh, we do a ton of business online. You know, I, I don't know the exact split, but we do a ton of business online. Uh, we have all kinds of camping packages up. We have a rental tab uh, with, you know, almost too much gear. Uh, uh, it can be almost confusing just because there's so much. But so what we've done is we put packages together. So you've got, like, family camping packages and basic camping packages and couples retreat packages. So all kinds of things that just kind of get you a base. And then you can go out from there. You can rent other things online. As long as you're coming by our store, you can also rent other things or pick up other accessories. Maybe you need propane or, uh, you know, whatever it is. We probably have those accessories at our shop or, or other rental items. Maybe you want a, a flashlight or a headlamp or something along those lines. So right. most people go online first, check things out, get an idea. And, you know, some other people, they just want to come in and kind of go through things and get some get some uh, expert advice and do the rental uh right on site so either way works for us uh we're just happy that uh, you're getting out into the outdoors and get, getting some fresh air absolutely will marquette is our guest if you're just joining us we are talking about his company outdoors geek and once again they're located at 4431 glencoe street their number 303-699-6944 that's 303-699-6944 and uh once again another great thing about this company is as he said he has an experienced staff. Will, there's nothing more frustrating than walking in a store, asking a question, and you can tell that person has never used the product that you're doing. They have no clue what you're talking about. They were maybe in another department of the store working, and now they stuck them over in, you know, archery or something. They were selling boots at a store, and now they <laughs> archery hunt. So oh, it's great to yeah. have somebody that has that, quote, in-field experience, isn't it? You know, the thing about it is, there's nothing more frustrating, and nowadays it seems like there's nothing more common. You know, I mean, you go into places and nobody knows. In fact, my wife and I bought a dishwasher last week. It was an awesome experience because we actually ran into somebody that knew what they were talking about. But it struck me on how unusual that is. It is, so, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. It's frustrating, and and yeah, we really do have people that know what they're doing, have been out, get out uh, almost every weekend, and uh, can help you and. Uh, you know, they're also down there. They realize that we realize as a rental company that, you know, it's not about all the people that already know everything. 
Sure. It's about all the people that just want to get out. And so you don't have to be embarrassed about what your level of experience is or what your level of questions is. You, uh, you Trust me, we've heard it all. We understand. And uh, we can we can help uh, get you on track, whether it's help with things for the kids to do or help with uh, where to go or what you're concerned about in getting outdoors. You know, just any kind of a quick trip is a great way to get started. So yeah. I'd encourage families to Absolutely. just do it. Yeah, no kidding. So, you know, I probably, I guess I'm just thinking it through is, you know, at a family of four, you sit down and, you know, we probably write down a list of what we need. And yet when we get to you, uh, I, I would expect there are some additions because, you know what, if you're like me, you've planned something, got to where you were going, start unloading, and went, wow, I do not have this. <laughs> you know? So, again, oh, it, sure. it goes back to that experience, you know, and then we can come in and then, you know, pick it up. And uh, if I under, I've understood our past shows, you know, we take it, we use it, we pack it back up, just bring it right to you and unload it there, and your staff takes over from there. We don't have to do anything. You don't even have to dry it out. I mean, you certainly don't have to clean it up. I mean, we'd like you to knock the mud off. We'd like you to tell us when you return it if it's wet, uh, just because we have so much gear to process. We right. want to get to that first. But, you know, one of the things about camping that can be a little bit daunting is all the work after you camp, you know, drying everything out, cleaning everything up, and that's all out of the equation. You don't have to look for your stuff because we're going to provide it for you, and you don't have to clean it up or do anything when you get home. When you're home, you're home. So you don't have this four-hour experience of uh, trying to clean everything up so it's in good shape the next time you use it. Yeah, so no doubt. Pretty cool. And by the way, I mean, as you know, Scott, I mean, we have 1,200 square feet of new gear there, too. So we have a great store. It's been recognized by 5280 Magazine and others. I think it was last year uh, as the top camping store in Colorado or in Denver, maybe it was. Right, right. So it's, it's, not, it's not only rentals. Although it's really core to what we do, we've got great gear, Marmot, North Face, Big Agnes, X-Ped. And for those of you who don't know what that is, those are some of the real top names in, in camping gear. So if you want it new, come on into our store. We've got some great deals going on. All right. Once again, it is Outdoor Geek, 303-699-6944. Their address is 4431 Glencoe Street. Now, another side of it, you know, our show reaches around pretty good where somebody might want to fly in or they've got relatives flying in and, you know, they want to take care of it. Maybe the people that are flying here, they can do all this online with you, pick up a rental car at the airport or drive their own car in, whatever, and just swing by and pick it up. So, I mean, man. It is just full service there at Outdoors Geek. Yeah, tons of it. You know, uh, Rocky Mountain National Park, we've got uh, Rocky Mountain camping packages. Uh, Yellowstone National Park, we've got Yellowstone. It's actually a super common thing is people fly into the airport. It's, right, it's why we're convenient right on I-70 between the airport and the mountains. So you just stop on through on the way by, pick up what you need. You know, you can be on your way in five minutes, or if you want to spend 15 or 20, you can do that too. But it's not a it's not a long, uh, it, it's easy. Make your reservation online. We'll have it ready for you when you get there and go through a few things, and you're out the door. All right. And Will's been kind enough to give us a little special here. If you'll mention Sportsman of Colorado, uh, he is going to do a $10 in-store credit with any rental through the end of May. And um, i tell you what we'll do too, Will. Um I'll chip in another 10 bucks per rental. So I'll tell you what, we're going to give you a $20 in-store credit 
with any rental through the end of May. All you got to do is mention the show. And, uh, again, you can give them a call. Let them know the amount of people that you're setting up for. They can go through your checklist for you. Make sure you got all the things that you need and really make this a great experience. And uh, I was kind of thinking before the show, you know, you were mentioning a couples uh, deal. You know, those might need to come with two tents now for a couple's time, you know, <laughs> as much time as we've been spending together. <laughs> you, you, you are redefining the idea of couples retreat right there. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. <That's> awesome. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But, um, again, uh, this, this is a great store, great people. And, and you know, we've said this um, since all this started. Do things local. Don't order things from some, you know, company. You don't know anybody there, and you don't know – What's going on? What kind of service you're going to get? And if you do, you got to support Colorado companies. And uh, Will is a great guy. His family heavily involved here. They do a lot for the outdoors, uh, meaning the Rocky Mountain Elk and a lot of different organization and donate a lot of different equipment. But I hope you'll get by and see them. And I'm telling you, it's just a cool store just to go walk through. So when you are ready, so if you say, hey, I'm not doing anything till later in the summer, go by and see them. Let them know you heard about them on the show. Take advantage of that $20 in-store credit. But you got to mention Sportsman of Colorado Radio to get that, and they will get you fixed up. But that address, again, is 4431 Glencoe Street. And their number three zero three six nine nine sixty nine forty four. So, Will, any closing thoughts here? We missed out on, sir. Not really. Hit our website, outdoorsgeek.com. Outdoors has an S on the end of it. Outdoorsgeek.com. All right. And uh, yeah, if we can help, if we can help anyone in any way, we'd love to be part of the community. We'd love to be part of getting people outdoors. So, uh, stop on in, say hi to my kids when you're there, and uh, yeah, get outside. Absolutely. Well, Will, hey, man, we appreciate it. we got to take a short break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Hi, this is Scott Watley for Stack Optical. Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their Denver patients for over 50 years. And as a family-owned business, trust me when I say they have seen hard times before. And no doubt the days we are living in are very difficult for us all. But owner Alan Stack and his wife Marilyn want you to know they are here for you. If you need an eye exam, new glasses, or even repair to your glasses, Stack Optical is ready to help. Call to schedule your private appointment today and rest assured every step has been taken to ensure your safety and health at Stack Optical. I've trusted my eye care to them for many years, and you can too. So if it's time for your eye exam or that new pair of glasses, call them today, 303-321-1578. That's 303-321-1578, or check them out at stackoptical.com. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, my name is Scott Watley, and we appreciate you being with us today. Glad to have Will Marquette to stick with us here a little bit uh, for today's show. It is the Will Marquette Show today. <laughs> so we have uh, covered some uh, great things here with uh, a company, Outdoors Geek, uh, that Will is um, involved with, of course. And uh, once again, I want to give their information. That's 4431 Glencoe Street. Their number is 303-699-6944 uh, for 
the outdoors geek and and rentals there for camping but we're going to switch over now hey oh boy we're all getting excited for the big game season coming and uh to get outside and do some hunting and all and a company that makes all that possible for many of us is davis tent which will is the president of and they are located at 4635 jason street and uh Will, again, just great quality. I mean, there are so many adjectives you could use for Davis Tent, and uh, all of them are just, you know, awesome product, man, just in two words. Well, you know, it's really important to us. Uh, we spend a lot of time making sure that we can, you know, maintain that reputation that's been built over the last 50 years and, you know, making sure that we're using the gold standard in, in fabrics and that, you know, 30 years from now, people will be bringing our tents back because they need a little repair done or something, just like they do today in 30- and 40-year-old tents. And so, yeah, that's that's number one every day. You know, we're trying to, first and foremost, make a great product that we can be proud of and, you know, treat people the same way that we want to be treated. Exactly. Now, along with every other business in the state and the country really you know there's been a lot of things going on and 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 changes and all the different things but um kind of describe kind of currently um how you guys as at least this broadcast how you guys are kind of currently uh, doing business there yeah so right now what we're doing is uh we're doing curbside delivery uh and pickup so we're taking in uh repairs again uh, if anybody wants to order online or give us a call, you can pick up at our gate. You know, we have a production facility. I mean, as much as we like to have people in our shop and be able to take them into our showroom and have them just get excited about tents doing that, you know, we have a production facility to protect, too. And so we're just kind of taking it slow. And, uh, you know, if you call ahead or even call from the gate, uh, we'll take care of you any way we can and come out and have a have a chat. But uh, we're, we just we just haven't opened up our doors to the public uh, quite yet. I think you'll probably see that happen over the next couple of weeks. All right. Good deal. Now, let's talk about new products. I mean, man, you know, this whole outdoor world is ever-changing. Uh, what are just some of the new um, items that Davis Tent's carrying? Yeah. You know, we're, we're really excited about, you know, some things that we've been working on. Uh, we've done a lot of little things to, you know, we've been working a lot on, stuff that's behind the scenes, like making sure that our supply chain is strong and that we can still get the gold standard in products. But right now we're test, we're in testing phase on a number of new products, and three of them have to do with wood stoves where I can't remember what the when the last technology change was in wood stoves, but it <laughs> might have been before I was born. Right. <laughs> so what we're doing is we're specifically working on simple technology that extends the burn time of a stove because the most common question we get asked regarding stoves is what is the burn time and of course that's a $64,000 question because you know it depends what kind of wood you're burning uh you know there's such a difference between hardwoods and aspen or soft pines and so but the, but the fact of the matter is no matter what you're burning if there's a way to extend that burn time with the same or better heat output, like 15, 20, 30 percent, you know, that's huge. That's huge. And so we've got two pieces of 
technology uh, developed right now that we're testing. We have done some testing on, and we're getting more of them made so we can do a little bit broader testing over the coming months. But we're billing them as something called the Sleep More Mini and the Sleep More Max. Hmm. And so they're products that will cause a reburn inside your stove, uh, which causes everything to burn more cleanly. And so it really is a green story on top of that. The other thing is, you know, when, depending especially on what kind of wood you're burning, sometimes sparks will come out of your stovepipe and then come down on your tent and you've burned the holes in your tent. Yes, sir. Well, from what we're getting early on in this testing, because of this reburn that's taking place, you're seeing almost, you're seeing very little smoke even at the top of the stack. Wow. So, yeah, we're, we're still trying, we're, we're still, again, we're early in the testing, and, and most of the testing isn't, it's not a question of whether it works. We've already proven concept. It's a question of, okay, how much does it extend burn time by? How clean is that, what's coming out of your pipe? Uh, so this is going to be simple stuff. It's going to go right into our existing stoves. Uh, you're not going to have to cut any holes or do anything fancy. Uh, it's just a matter of uh, dropping it in or putting it in, and you're good to go. So it's 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 pretty dang exciting. So those are the those are the kind of the two headliners that uh, we believe will be ready for this hunting season. Okay, great. If you're just joining us, Wilmore. Yeah. Wilmore Crad is with us. He is the president of Davis Tent, and once again, they are located at 4635 Jason Street. Their number, if you've got questions for Will, 303-561-1817, 303-561-1817. And check out their website. And let's talk about your website because, man, you got a great website, uh, davistent.com. But, you know, we were kind of talking before the show today. I mean, you know, there's always different specials that you're putting up and different things, and maybe some things even come up this next week. But, uh to really make themselves familiar with your website would be a good thing for them, right? Oh, yeah, and we make it as easy as possible. You know, uh, we're you know we're hunters, too, and we take a lot of feedback, and that's really how we make changes. So if you want to tell us what we could do better, and I mean this in all honesty, I am 100% interested. I can't tell you for sure I'm going to make the change, uh, but I, I'll tell you that I'm listening, and that is how we make a lot of changes. But we often have some type of a special going on. We're just, we just sold out of our sports show cancellation sale. Uh, and so early next week, I think we'll have uh, a special on 10 by 12 tents, which is, you know, it's a great tent for a small hunting party, like up to two guys with, you know, with a stove, mm-hmm. or it's also a really nice tent for family camping. You know, there's no reason a family of four can't, you know, take four cots and use them inside of a 10 by a 10 by 12 tent. And, and, and we're seeing a huge uh, uptick yeah. in tent sales from families. Absolutely. Now, another new product uh, is called Go Tent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I want to come back to stoves after we talk about this. Okay, real quick, all right. We got, Absolutely. We got, we got one more then. But we're, we've made, you know, tents for like spike camps and, you know, I call what they call cowboy teepees or single pole tents uh, for many years. You know, they're not, they don't have much room in them though because they're they're small. They're eight by eight, nine by nine, 10 by 10, and they go right to a teepee point. And so there's just not a lot of room. We don't put a stove in them and so on. So, you know, we just came up with this concept that, hey, let's 
let's build us something that's like that and in that same weight class. And we're going to go with a shorter wall. It's going to be 10 by 10. So it's, it's perfectly sized for two guys. It fits a stove. So now you have the opportunity to heat that tent as well. And, uh, yeah, we're excited about it. We've made up the first couple of them. Uh, we've got two more that will be in production in the next day or two. And we're going to be just testing those to make sure that we've got all of our P's and Q's. But it's just a if people know about our normal five-foot wall, this will be a three-foot wall. Okay. So it will be a lower, lighter tent. Think of it this way, Scott. You could take that tent and poles and easily throw it in the back of a Subaru or even a Honda uh, and go camping in a canvas tent. Or it would even fit in a llama uh, pannier, for instance. Wow. So obviously easily in a horse pannier or whatnot. So we're calling it the go tent, you know, go quicker, go farther. Uh, you know, it, it's, just a, it's just a little bit different concept tent for us, but we think it'll really be a – It'll be a real big hit for family camping, and we think it'll be a real big hit for guys that want to do a spike camp. Absolutely. Okay, let's run back and touch back on stoves then. Yeah, yeah. So the other thing we're doing in stoves, and we've got our first, uh, we've got our first one built is a pellet stove attachment. So the idea of doing a pellet stove isn't new. The idea of making an attachment isn't new. But what we've done is it used the attachments if you have a stove and you're attaching it to a stove have always required you to have an have a torch mm-hmm. and cut a hole in it and it attached to the back. Well what we're creating, Scott, what we have already created is the pellet burner. You open the door of your stove and you just you tip it and put it right there and it sits on the front of your stove. Your hopper's right above it. And you can literally go from a fire, you can burn a fire regularly in your stove. You can open the door up, put our attachment on, and start your pellet stove for the night. Wow. So it's a it's really amazing because it'll take our stoves and then you can at night before you go to bed, you can put your pellets in. We're getting eight to twelve hours of burn time. And so you're through the night, you know you're not gonna have to get up in the middle of the night. It'd be cold and try to get your stove started again. And then if you want to, you can take it right back off, start your fire uh, when you come back in the afternoon and put that back on at night. So it's, it's a, it, this really is groundbreaking, you know, new kind of technology that uh, we're currently testing. We probably cannot get rolled out, you know, to the market until at least spring of next year. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's going to really be a big game changer in the pellet industry. All right. Once again, if you're just getting in the car or turn on the radio, Will Marquette is our guest. Will is the president of Davis Tents. We hope you'll uh, give them a chance to earn your trust in your business if you have not already been a customer of Davis Tent. But I'm telling you, great people, great company, and uh, extraordinary product at Davis Tent. And Will, even all the accessories and add-ons and different things and and. When we say add-ons, I don't mean that's things. That, but, they, I mean, there are options for people. Just like when you buy a car, hey, you want to get that with it? You can add it on. But there's a <laughs> lot of different things that just, man, that make this whole camping thing a lot more comfortable than it used to be, isn't there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's amazing. I mean, uh, you know, you, I always, you know, we do 
about 25% of our business now is actually glamping, you know, long-term tent setups. But, you know, I always said the original glampers were hunters, right? Right. I mean, you know, decking out your tent, you know, with organizers. And, I mean, we carry all kinds of hooks uh, for drying, drying racks. I mean, lighting, solar lighting, uh, you name it, rifle, rifle organizers, cops. I mean, we can we can really help deck things out so you got a comfortable camp. Well, cool. And like I mentioned when we started the segment, I mean, you know, hunting season's not too long away, and so that's really hopefully bringing you a big uptick in business. So what are some of the implications of this? People, hunters, I think they're just, they've gone crazy because <laughs> of all this being cooped up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the as I, I just mentioned, the glamping business, which is really kind of a commercial-based business, it's, it's really down because of everything that's gone on. But hunting has made up for it. I mean, people are just excited about, you know, and the hunters are always excited. You know, we're getting real close to getting, you know, the elk tags and whatnot uh, released. But, you know, so usually we see that after the elk tags have been released. Heck no. I mean, it's been going on for two months. Uh, wow. People, hunters are just, they're excited. I sure. mean, this is, I think it's going to be the year of the hunt camp. And uh, it's pretty pretty cool to see, and it's pretty fun to talk to people because, you know, it's a great way to escape from everything else going on in the world right now, and so pretty neat stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And Will's been kind enough to mention, or actually give us a special. If you give them a call or get by or online, whatever, give them an order. They're at Davis Tent. And uh, you can go to davistent.com or give them a call again, 303-561-1817. Uh, Will has given a sportsman special here for the Colorado Sportsman's Radio and uh, $25 in-store credit with any purchase over 200 through the end of May. So, hey, that's a good deal. Look at that percentage. $25 in-store credit with any purchase over 10, 200 through the end of May, and uh, they will get you fixed up there. And, um, and Will, just real quick, last minute or so, but another thing comes back to the experience of your staff there. If this is someone's first time to, you know, build a tent and need all the things they get, of course, it's up to them to want the add-on or different things, but at least your staff is there to show them all the different options, and that's valuable. You know, and if you're calling in, everybody that answers the phone here is a tent expert. Uh, that's a qualification if, if somebody picks up the telephone here. So if you talk to me, uh, Taylor, Chris, Karina, whoever you talk to, you can be confident. You know, if you talk to me and then somebody else picks up and I'm not available, I'm sure you can pick that conversation right up with somebody else. And, hey, people have a lot of questions about, you know, canvas tents. A sure. lot of people don't don't really know much and they're, they're kind of in that re research stage. So we put a ton of information online. We have a YouTube channel that, uh, I mean, literally, I think last month it had 19,000 minutes of viewership. Wow. I don't, I don't know how many hours that is, but it's a, it's a dang lot. I think it's <laughs> yeah. over three. <laughs> right? no Isn't that enough just to say it's a dang lot? Uh, wow. So, you know, we find that people want education and, you know, we've always felt like, because we hear it from people, people buy Davis tents when they go out and educate themselves. Sure. And so we try to make that as accessible as possible. So check us out on YouTube. We do a lot of stuff on Instagram, Facebook, 
uh, right on our website. Most of those YouTube videos also live. So, you know, let us help you make a decision. And that, if that's Davis Tent, that's awesome. Welcome to the family. We'll help you any way we can. Uh, but go out and get educated and call us. Ask us questions. We'll tell you. We know about most of what's going on out there, and we'll be happy to share how we feel about it. All right. And, you know, I heard a saying a long time ago, because I don't care what industry we're talking about or what product we're talking about, there's always something cheaper out there. But a, a guy taught me a saying a long time ago, and it said, the bitterness of poor quality remains long after the sweetness of low price is forgotten. And I'm telling you. You know, you'd think, it, you'd think at my age I'd quit making that mistake. <laughs> yeah. No, we've all done it. And that's why I wanted to say it. We've all done it. Going, man, I can save this and buy this extra thing. And I tell you, nothing ruins a trip more than, you know, not having your truck up to uh, El Par and your tires and trailer tires. But you know what? When you're camping and get wet and all the different things, man, it can just go awry. So, you know what? Get good quality spend the money there, support a good Colorado company. Um, again, all, well, I believe I'm right in this, but all your tents, gear, everything is made in the USA. Yeah, our, every stitch that we put into our tents is right here in the USA. We do as much business with USA manufacturers as, as possible in, in, our, in a worldwide uh, supply chain. That doesn't mean that everything can be made in the USA, but we sure make, we sure, you know, everything we do with our tents is, is done right here. And, I mean, we buy through local suppliers. Uh, I could name them off as much as possible. And, you know, then we kind of go out regionally from there. And right. sometimes we have to go outside of the U.S. Uh, for product. But the vast majority and anything that we can make it happen is, is uh, right, even the raw materials as much as we can are right here in the U.S. Absolutely. Well, Will, man, thanks for spending some time with us here. We appreciate your friendship, partnership for the show. Thanks for supporting some segments here about the, the wolf issue in Colorado. And uh, we're going to continue to follow that up uh, all the way through the end of the year here, so through election time. So just thank you for everything. I hope you'll give them a call, folks. It's Davis Tent, 303-561-1817, davistent.com, located 4635 Jason Street. And remember, your Sportsman of Colorado special is $25 off in-store credit with any purchase over 200 through the end of May. Just let them know you heard Will on the show, and they will take care of that for you. So, Will, thank you very much, sir, and we'll look forward to our next visit. Thanks so much, Scott. Take care. All right. Appreciate it. We want to thank Will and all of our guests today. Most of all, thank you for being with us for Sportsman of Colorado. Once again, check out our website, sportsmanofcolorado.com. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend and leave it right here on KLC 560.